What is meditation? Now, it's very important that you have a good definition of what this means if you want to approach it. There are all sorts of definitions and lots of different traditions out there, and it can be quite confusing to figure out what is meditation and what is the type of meditation that's going to be useful for you if you don't want to have to wear beads and grow a beard and wear strange robes and give all your money away to some guru. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. So in my mind, meditation has always been a practical tool, right? So I'm not particularly interested in what happens after I die or how this affects my karma or my trajectory as a spiritual being over many lifetimes. Is that stuff relevant? Maybe, I don't know. We don't know until we die, really. So what I'm interested in is, does this methodology, does this tool assist me right now, today, as soon as I start essentially, and throughout my life as I start to make it uh, a regular practice? I'm not interested in becoming part of a spiritual tradition particularly. Uh, the, there's a lot of ego surrounding that when people say, I am a this Buddhist or I am a that yoga uh, instructor and they define their identity by their spiritual definitions. And as a result, it just becomes another form of ego worship, another type of identity to get attached to. And this kind of spiritual uh, materialism in, in terms of trying to get something from your practice is the antithesis of what real meditation is. So today what I want to do is describe to you, I give you my basic definition of meditation, something that hopefully is practical for you. If you've ever gotten frustrated, angry, depressed, uh, you go and talk to a girl and you shut down and get anxious. These are reactions, right? You didn't want to do that. You didn't plan, I'm going to go out and have a grumpy day and be a reactive son of a bitch and get freaked out by anything that's slightly outside my comfort zone. We don't plan to do that. These are habit patterns, reactions that we have inside ourselves. They're like little programs waiting dormant. And then when they get stimulated by a hot girl or a stressful situation or something doesn't go your way, suddenly you feel this rush of emotions, you feel the physical sensations of tension or butterflies or tightness in your throat, all sorts of ways that our body manifests stress. And uh, then you become a slave to this reaction because when you're under this pressure and you feel anxiety, physical, emotional, mental anxiety, how do most people deal with that? By backing away, by escaping, or by rationalizing, trying to think their way out of it. And one thing I've learned, it's very difficult to think your way out of a problem which needs to be experienced out of, right? So how do you get out of your anxiety? You learn to understand what it is. You can't think your way out of it. You need to allow it to run its program without you getting attached to it, right? This is the common problem. Things happen inside ourselves and some people deal with them indifferently than others. Okay, so if I have a frustrated feeling, maybe instead of punching a wall like I would have done when I was a teenage boy, now I'll observe that sensation, see where it arises. So it's a tension or a compression in my solar plexus and, the, and kind of a fidgety feeling in my arms and my thoughts are going in negative loops, right? So this is the conglomerate of what frustration is. And it wants me to do something. It wants me to express this frustration by smashing something or shouting at somebody or stomping my feet, which doesn't really achieve anything except what it does is reinforces the pattern. The pattern arises, I react to it, I do my stupid, dumb reaction, and then I burn out my anger, or I burn out my frustration, and then it goes back into dormancy until the next time. I haven't changed anything, I've just reinforced a shitty pattern that I have. Now, what I want to take you guys through in this video is a simple meditation tool that allows you to start pulling power back from things you used to react to by understanding how to get out of your head. You've heard that before, right? 
Get out of your head. Be in the present moment. Come on, do it now. Be present. Be in the now. Be natural. Be in flow. Feel the universe. I mean, those are nice kind of things to say, and they might lead your mind in a slightly positive direction. They might start the seeds of what might lead into awareness or insight, but that's not meditation in and of itself. It's just saying positive things to myself. Better than saying negative things, but it's not meditation. Right? So what I want to take you guys through is a brief taste of understanding how to get out of your head. The simplest way I know how to get out of my head is not to think my way out. That's impossible. It is to adjust my focus. So that brings me back to my original question. What is meditation? My definition is it's a mixture of two things. A direction of concentration or focus. So what I mean by that is right now I want you to take this finger, get these two fingers and pinch your fingertip really hard. Do it. Pinch it. I just made you self-harm. Right. So right now I can feel the pain of the pinch. And I bring my attention there and I focus very carefully on the pain. Now I've taken my focus from here in my thoughts and brought it here. Right, so now my focus is somewhere else. And that's a vitally important tool for meditation. I have to be able to direct my concentration, my awareness, somewhere else other than my monkey mind thoughts that just jump from branch to branch, from thought to thought and do whatever they want. I have to discipline my mind to bring its focus somewhere else. Now, many different traditions will get you to bring the attention to different places for different reasons. Some might have it at the nostrils so that you can feel the air coming in. Some might have it in the lower, what they call dantian, or the center below your belly button, which is a center of gravity and an energy center. Other styles get you to bring attention to your whole body all at once. I use a variety of these tools for different reasons, but the primary thing is that you need to understand I need to be able to direct my focus somewhere else. Now, that alone is not meditation because I could like, you know, hit my thumb with a hammer and be very, very aware of this point, right? My whole world exists in my thumb. However, I'm screaming and shouting and kicking the cat at the same time. What I'm not doing here is the second part that makes it meditation. I'm concentrated, but I'm fucking angry and I want to kill the cat. Instead, this is an extreme example, so it might be easier with the pinch or a mosquito bite, for example. I have to remain balanced, objective, equanimous, non-reactive, right? So, I'm observing something and at the same time I'm allowing it to be as it is. That kind of sounds simple, like I can watch a tree and allow it to be what it is without any trouble. But let's say I'm sitting in meditation and I've got a really powerful itch on my balls or my knees are in a lot of pain or I feel really kind of foggy and distracted and I keep wanting to fidget. Right? So those are reactions starting to happen. I need to be able to sit there and feel an itch. Have you ever sat through the lifetime of an itch? That's a spiritual experience if ever, if ever you're going to have one. Feel an itch, okay, there's an itch here. Instead of scratching it, observe it and try not to react. So I, I let it go through its life cycle where it starts doing things, wiggling around inside me and making me want, irritated and want to scratch it. And instead I just sit and I bring my mind deep inside the sensation and I stay there. And rather than going, oh, that's an itch, I don't like that, it's irritating, I want to get rid of it, I just observe it as pure sensation. It's not good, it's not bad, I don't like it, I don't dislike it, I don't have any opinion on it, it just is. And this is the key point to understanding when you want to learn to meditate. Learning to step back and approach this as a witness, as opposed to being inside your thoughts all the time. Most of the time we're in our thoughts, we think our thoughts are us, we're following them down this tunnel and then they, they you know, reach a crossroad and you go off to another thought, it just bounces and you're inside that tunnel of the thought. Being a witness allows you to step back and sure, thoughts still come. Don't try and repress thoughts. Don't try and push them away. They just come. They're like clouds passing in front of you. They do their thing and then they move on. 
I'm not concerned with that. I'm not trying to make them do anything. I'm just bringing my attention to something else and then trying to stay relaxed, equanimous, objective in that. So let me take you now through a guided meditation. You can do this standing, seating, seated or lying down. I usually find it's easier to do it standing first because you're not going to fall asleep and you don't have to worry about the correct posture for sitting. I need to stand upright, my knees are unlocked, feet apart, knees slightly unlocked, spine straight and that's the position that you want to start in. Okay, so when you're ready, we'll start taking you through this guided meditation. So the first thing you want to do is, again, double check your posture. Feet slightly wider than you would normally have them, knees a little bit unlocked, hips if you can roll gently forward so you feel a little pressure in your stomach. From the base of your spine, lifting up, tucking the chin in a little bit, shoulders nice and relaxed. And this is a good upright position where the weight is distributed in my thighs, my back and my stomach, as opposed to my knee joints, my lower back and my shoulders, which is where most people have their pressure points. In this way, we'll realign the body, it'll be most effective. Now, I said earlier, we're gonna be getting out of your head and into your body. First way to do that is to direct focus away from thoughts into physical sensation. Now, the simplest sensation to feel right now is your, the soles of your feet, because the body weight is being pushed down on them. You should have a clear sensations on your lower, on the soles of your feet. So bring your attention now. And if you want to, you can close your eyes, just listen to my voice. It's gonna be easy to, to follow. So feel the sensation in your feet. What I want you to do now is spread your toes. So spread them out and then grip a little bit and then relax. Right? Often we get very compressed in our shoes. So if you're barefoot or we, in shoes, doesn't matter, but spread your toes out, grip the ground and then relax. This makes you more stable. And now you can start to just gently rock your body weight forward and back. I'm not lifting my heels or lifting my toes. I'm just rocking the body weight so I feel the weight's here and then it shifts to the heel, shifts to the toe. And I'm keeping my attention and my awareness there the whole time and just feeling how I reach a certain point near the front of my foot where it feels most balanced. And then I go a little bit further and now I'm, slight, I'm off balance and I need to use my toes to hold me. And I rock back a little bit, balanced midway back to my heels and I can feel my toes wanting to lift up a little bit. Okay, so that's slightly imbalanced. And in this way, I'll just start to rock backwards and forwards gently until I reach a point, say where the nail would go into Jesus's foot, around there, that's your balance point. And so now I'm just hovering. You can barely see it, but I'm just rocking my body weight just gently backwards and forwards over that point, keeping my mind precisely in that point. Anytime my mind wanders off, and is distracted, and this goes for any time in meditation, you'll notice, okay, mind has wandered. Don't get frustrated, don't beat up on yourself, don't, you know, go, ah, oh, no, not again, doesn't help. I just notice mind has wandered, back to awareness. Mind has wandered, back to awareness. Doesn't matter if that happens 50 times during your session, because each time you notice, that's you becoming aware. Each time you bring it back to the soles of your feet or anywhere else, you're bringing yourself from unawareness to awareness. It's a good way to practice and you feel the difference. Oh, I'm off daydreaming, oh, I noticed. Okay, I'm not gonna get frustrated, come back to presence, feeling the physical sensations. So that's your internal process for starting to navigate with your mind. Your mind is not trained. It doesn't wanna stay in one position. It wants to think about interesting things. Bring it back to the boring old soles of your feet and that's where we're gonna stay. Okay, so now let's start moving to other areas of our body that are easy to feel. So now I want you to bring your awareness to the palms, both of your hands. And you have a, 
You know, they're very sensitive part of your body, a lot of nerve endings. And I can even flex my fingers a little bit, just give them a little stretch. And I can just feel, feel my fingers, feel my palms. It's quite likely the sensation you'll feel will be more obvious or more kind of electric than other areas of your body. And so I can relax my hands by my sides, but I'm just feeling them, feeling this area. This is where my mind is. I'm not locked on one point. I'm just scanning around like I'm a scientist with some kind of uh, measuring device, just like scanning over feeling sensations. Again, it doesn't matter if I like them. It doesn't matter if they're good for me. I don't need to have an opinion on them. And if I don't feel anything, which can happen, that doesn't matter either. Just be aware of the feeling of numbness. Okay, so your mind is there. Even if you don't feel a, an obvious physical sensation, this is where your mind is going to, to stay. Okay, so now we move into the hands. Stay there for some time, scanning, noticing if your mind wanders somewhere else. Just notice mind has wandered back to hands. Keep your eyes closed now if you have them open. Listen to my voice. Now bring your awareness to your face. So the whole area of your face. So you're gonna scan, right? So you're just moving your attention across the face in no particular order, just gently moving around, observing sensations. What do you feel? Inside your nostrils, around your eyes, between your eyebrows, are you holding any tension? Squinting or holding tension in the, in the forehead? Are you clenching your jaw? Right, is there tension around your eyes? People hold a lot of tension in their faces that is unnecessary. I don't need to hold almost any tension in there if I'm not doing anything with my face. So let your jaw drop, let any tension, as you notice, as you scan over your forehead or around your eyes, if you're holding tension, just allow it to resolve and relax. Because all you need to do here is nothing, as opposed to what you're doing before maybe, which is working for no reason. Okay, so I observe and just keep scanning and then once you've scanned around the surface of your face for a good amount of time, you feel like it's relaxed and you can feel your ears moving through, you can feel your eyebrows, you can feel your nose. See if you can now start to penetrate inside your body. So go up your nostrils. See if you can feel the air moving up into your nostrils. If you can feel behind your eyeballs. So come in from the front of your eyeball and then move your attention inside your eye socket to the back of your eyes and then move your eyes around a little bit in your skull, see if you can feel the sensation at the back of the eyeballs. Moving it down to your lips and then inside your mouth. Feel the moisture, feel your tongue resting on the top or bottom of your palate. Feel inside your jaw, is there tension in there that doesn't need to be there? Just let it drop, let your jaw drop, even if you look a bit silly and your mouth opens, doesn't matter. Completely relaxed and aware. This is the two ingredients, focusing attention and allowing things to be as they are. Let it be. So stay there with your face. Breathe naturally. Check your posture, just stand up again straight. Not rigid, just lifting up through the spine. And now start to expand your awareness from your face up your forehead into your hairline and then over your entire scalp. So now the idea is that you will try to feel your, the surface of your skin over your whole head. So you're feeling your face, feeling the top of your head, feeling the back of your head, feeling follicles of hair attaching to the scalp, feeling temperature difference maybe, if there's a breeze or sunshine, the air conditioner, you can feel any movement of air on your skin, temperature. Continue to scan in no particular order, just sort of swirling your awareness around your head, feeling the different sensations you can feel and remaining balanced, relaxed,
aware. Keep that focus. But now see if you can split your attention and feel your feet again. So feeling the soles of your feet and your entire head. So you're like this bodiless head with feet. Observing sensations. If you ever have a, an itch that really feels like you need to scratch it, let it watch for a while, watch it for a while. And then if it's, okay, you've done that for 20 seconds, you want to get rid of it, consciously bring your attention up, scratch the itch with awareness. My attention is now in my fingers, now in the itch. Bring my hand consciously down and then get back to work. So feeling your head, your feet. Now add your hands. Now you're like a head floating in space with hands and feet. Feeling all sensations in your hand, tingling, pulsing, pressure, heat, pain, itching, whatever it is, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what the sensation is. You can't do yourself any damage standing like this. You don't need to worry about if it's good or not. You're just observing and not reacting. Now see if you can add to your body, add to your awareness, the rest of your body that is covered by clothes. Okay, so your upper body, you'll feel the touch of the fabric on your skin. Your lower body, your underwear, your shorts, pants, whatever you're wearing, tutu, I don't judge. Feel the touch of the fabric on your skin. So you're just squ scanning, sweeping your awareness, feeling the different sensations. The, what does it feel like touching your nipple, touching your abs, touching your belly button, just scanning your attention around, feeling the sensation of fabric on skin. If there's no fabric on your skin, see if you can feel the touch of the air, the temperature, cold or heat, wind, sunshine, whatever temperature you feel on your body, observe that. And if you feel cold, don't worry about it as temperature and feeling, oh, I need to put a jumper on, I need to get warmer. Observe cold or heat as an objective sensation. Maybe it's too hot or too cold, but so what? You're not going to freeze to death or burn to death probably. So you can just stand there and observe that temperature. So now ideally what you're trying to do is be aware of as many parts of your body all at once. Be aware of the physical sensations, good, bad, or otherwise, or blank spots, blind spots where you don't really feel anything. You're still aware of that. So now what I'm doing is I'm, I've got this loose kind of pulsing, swirling awareness. This is my mind checking in, feeling sensations, moving around different parts of my body just loosely being aware of the external aspects of my body. And now I want you to stay in that space for a while. So you're like, kind of like a ghost swirling around, just feeling, feeling and not reacting, feeling and not trying to change or judge or get involved, just observational. You are the witness now. Thoughts will come and go and they can be sneaky. There'll be doubts, they might doubt the your ability, the meditation technique, me. You can have all sorts of distractions telling you why you don't have time right now and you'll do this later or this isn't for you or you're not good enough. Any of these kind of excuses. Your mind's a tricky fucker and it tries to get you to do interesting things that it likes to do and now you're trying to put it in this situation. You need to learn to become fascinated with the simplest and subtlest of sensations because this is a learning experience about yourself. You're diving into your physical structure. You're starting to step back from the thought processes, letting them pass before you without following them or getting too involved. You're an observer, a witness to this experience of being alive. 
slowly allowing the meanings to dissolve, just coming back to the apparent and actual reality, which is that I have a tingling in my toes, I have a pulsing on my nose, I have a blank spot around my belly, I have a pain in my lower back. Okay, all those things, I could put judgments on them or I can just allow them and go, okay, there's a sensation in my lower back, there's a sensation on my face, and my job is to be aware and remain balanced. So now stay in that state for a few minutes. If you need to move to adjust your posture a little bit, do that, but do it consciously. If you need to scratch an itch, do it with awareness. I'm choosing to do this, I'm choosing to stop, choosing to place my arms back down by my sides. I don't break the flow, I'm still aware. A continuity of awareness. Add to this, listening, another sense. So I'm feeling, and then I'm listening to the sounds around me. Wherever you are, maybe you're inside and there's not a lot of noise, listen, there's always something. There's the hum of the computer, there's street noise, you know, there's creaking of floorboards, there's something. Or it's almost like negative noise, right? It's where the silence, you're listening for the silence. So use now your senses, your audio senses, to choose a sound, stay with it for some time, then notice another one, move consciously over to the sound in the street, the computer, and the neighbors fighting. Spend five, 10 seconds with each sound before you move on. At the same time, and I know this is a lot to be aware of at once, but this is the luxury you're afforded when you're not thinking so much. When I'm not spending all my mental energy locked up in thought, I can spread it throughout my body and become more aware of this present reality. This is the actual power of now we're talking about. Presence is not some voodoo spiritual waffle. Presence is, I feel my feet. Yeah? I see thoughts pass, but I don't follow them as a slave. I'm observing this experience of being here now, and so therefore I'm drawing more information in. I'm getting to experience more of this moment than if I'm daydreaming, than if I'm worrying, than if I'm holding tension unconsciously. This is the sign of a person who is not very aware. Right now I'm here, I'm more present, I'm relaxed. I can feel the chilliness on the areas where there's shade. I can hear the sound of the tram, the people, the fountain. I can feel my feet the pressure of my body, I can feel the tingling in my feet. Now I'm more present and aware than I was before. I'm soaking up more of the experience of life. Okay, so stay there for a little while. You can open your eyes now, but stay in that same space. Okay, so there's more information coming in through my eyes and it's easy to, to get distracted, but let's not. I see, I hear, I feel, and I'm staying in that state. Now from this state, I could go off and cook my dinner and go out into the world and I could either get distracted again or I could stay in this state. It's a choice to bring yourself back to awareness and equanimity or objectivity or to allow yourself to be in the lazy state of unawareness, daydream, tension, reactivity. The benefits of this state that I'm coaching you through now are infinite. Everything from tasting food and it being more delicious through to being able to be more calm, resilient, flexible and in flow particularly in social situations or situations where you're under a lot of internal pressure, you feel like uh, your ego is at stake or you want something or you want to impress the girl or you want to get laid. All of these situations where men have a lot of mental and then physical stress. This tool is the most powerful tool I have ever learned, meditation in general. And this, this tool which I've given you, which is a condensed version of one of the meditations that I teach in the Marshall Meditation Method, which originally I learned at an ashram in India 
doing Vipassana style meditation and I've tweaked it and changed it a little bit over time to make it more applicable to people who aren't going to sit on a cushion for 10 hours a day, which is what I was doing at the time. But this methodology allows you to spend 10-15 minutes checking in on all your physical structures, listening, feeling, observing thoughts and can change your state and relax you very profoundly in a short amount of time. But the most powerful benefits will happen when I take that first step off the meditation cushion or out into the world and I maintain that awareness. How different will your life be if you're able to walk up to a girl feeling relaxed, calm, observing your physicality, being in more flow, saying, hi there, you look amazing. Connecting with her with good eye contact, observing her reactions to you so you know how to adjust and change with the flow and being physically relaxed and feeling good in your own body. Of course, you're going to come across as more confident, more sexy. Right? And then the examples blow out to all areas of your life. Without a doubt, this is the most important skill I ever learned. It's changed most aspects of my life. I used to be a very cynical, angry, impulsive, reactive young man. And over years of practice, sometimes a lot, sometimes lazy, I've integrated this into my life so that, yeah, sometimes I get frustrated, but it's way less and for way less time than I used to. Yeah, sometimes I'll get thrown in, in an interaction, but during the interaction, I'll be able to recollect myself, feel like I'm losing control, I'm speeding up, bring my awareness back to my body, slow my breathing using one of my other techniques, and I can get myself back into a good state so that then I can re regain my awareness and uh, you know, save the interaction. So the benefits of this in all areas of your life, because it means you get to enjoy and experience your life more than if you're someone who is distracted and up in your head all the time. So I encourage you guys to take this meditation technique, run through this once a day, listen to my voice and you can just follow through. And when, once you get the general idea, you don't need to listen to me anymore. And remember, you can do this anywhere. You're waiting for a bus, you're stuck in traffic, you're walking through the streets. Instead of walking, looking at your phone, tripping over or thinking about stuff, walk and feel your feet touch, feel the sun touching me, shade touching me, feel the bump as I bump into somebody, right? All of the different elements of the physical structure constantly allows you to become more present, more instinctual, so that when you see a girl, it's, I don't have to change three gears, right? Because often when a student's working with me, I can see he's deeply in his head. We say, I go to talk to that girl, and he's like, I have to get out of my head, think my way out of this, think my way into approaching, kind of snap myself out of it, bring myself back to here I am on the street, go over to this girl that I feel disconnected from and try and stop her and get something started and it feels cold and weird, right? You've had those experiences. When you're very present, it's just like my consciousness is just is here. So that when I see the girl, it's just a matter of reaching out. I just have to go, hey, excuse me. I don't have to think, oh, there's a woman. What does that mean? How do I get out? How do I going to do this? And I should get back social and now I'm here with her. And no, I'm present to my environment. Oh, there's a pretty girl. Hey, excuse me. And now I'm coming at her from a place where she can feel that I'm with her. And ideally, I'm going to be way less stressed and tense, anxious than a guy who's thinking about this as a problem and trying to work out a solution in his mind and then seeing the girl and feeling like she's a totally separate entity and I need to get through her defenses and figure out how to create attraction. That's way too stressful. I just want to be relaxed, be in my body, feel my desire, project my intent, go and start something and then respond to her reaction from there. So. Take this insight awareness meditation technique, please use it. Sometimes when people do this the first time, they're like, don't feel much because your mind's not very well trained. Or sometimes people come out going, whoa, that was the most amazing thing I've ever had. 
doesn't matter. We're not looking for a blissful sensation or a feeling of transcendence. It's not that you need to feel amazing. You should just feel more here. That often does feel more amazing. Sometimes it can feel worse actually because maybe you've been distracting yourself with porn and alcohol or whatever for a while and then when you come back to observing yourself, you have to face something that you've been repressing. And so it can feel uncomfortable. It can come out in physical pains or you might feel very emotional, angry or sad. That's also good, right? We, humans are very good at repressing things and then continuing to move, right? So we can, cons we can survive and operate very broken, uh, which is good for us to be able to survive and, op and operate, but it's not very nice if you've got a whole lot of suppressed issues or pain, frustration, sadness or whatever that you're avoiding because you can't avoid it forever. It will come out in some way. It's better that it comes out by you observing in a way that's controlled and you have, uh, you know, you're, you're very meticulously observing what's going on and then, okay, maybe something comes out and you start crying or you feel very upset in some way. That's fine. Obs use your meditation, observe it. Observe the emotion coming, observe it expressing in its catharsis and then observe how it changes afterwards. These can be really beautiful moments in your meditation where something that had to be dealt with, now your mind has a bit of space, it goes, all right, time to deal with it, buddy, and it will come up. This is, can lead to profound change. You can have an aspect of yourself which has always controlled you and you can start to interface with it, observe it, and allow it to resolve and evolve into something more positive and new. James Marshall, signing out. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural TV. See you on the next episode.